Hi, friend. Okay, so I am still on a roll with feeling totally empowered. Are you? I have to admit, last week's I Am episode, episode number 49, I Am Empowered, was absolute fire. Do you agree? Sometimes when I get into a groove, when I'm just letting the Holy Spirit use me for God's will, it's overwhelming to think about what just happened. But it's so cool to have Holy Spirit moments like that. And I want to continue building on that message. We're a little off track here from what I originally wanted to talk about. But this is what happens when you're led by the Spirit. When God says, change it up, that's exactly what I'm going to do. However, I do think that this will fit in nicely with the idea of needing a break from our lives. Because when you are moved by the Holy Spirit and learn how to tap into that power to feel empowered in your own life, I'm telling you, everything changes. So on today's episode, I want to build off of last week's I Am episode and dive into an even deeper and how we can use that power to fight off any attacks from the enemy, but also to simply understand that we have unlimited power within us if we choose to believe and have faith in the Spirit. God has been showing me so much grace and love over the last several weeks. And let me tell you, I feel empowered. I'm on fire And I want to share this with you so you can get to this level of empowerment in your life as well. I want you to be absolutely on fire like this as well. Because once you truly surrender to the Spirit, dang, life gets so much more amazing than you could ever imagine. So let's get to this. Do you want a more peaceful life? Does everything feel so chaotic but you aren't sure why? Are you constantly asking yourself, when do I get a break? I'm your host, Stephanie J. Clark. I too was overwhelmed with all the things and I just wanted some peace. I just wanted a break from the life that I was living. I wanted more out of life and off of the same stuff different day merry-go-round. But I kept telling myself I needed to suck it up because I really didn't have it all that bad. Until I unexpectedly found peace in the quiet moments of rest where the Lord showed me that I needed to pick up my Bible and learn who I was truly created to be so I could see the reason for my chaos. In this podcast, you will find encouragement on how to go all in with Jesus and stop wanting a break from your life so that you surrender control and be led by the Spirit. So dust off that Bible, grab your coffee and a blanket, and get ready to find the culprit to your chaos and start getting your peace back by rediscovering normal. Okay, so in last week's I Am episode, I Am Empowered, I talked to you about living under the law And then once Jesus fulfilled that law, you are now under the law of grace. If I'm totally honest, I could have kept going last week, but I like to keep the I Am episode shorter so you can get a quick dose of Jesus before heading into your weekend. So I admit I did cut myself short, but not today. I want to finish what I am so fired up about and talk with you about it today. Okay. So you know that I'm all about being led by the Spirit. 
But I'll admit, this is totally a God thing. I knew this was what God was asking me to teach others about, but if I'm totally honest, I wasn't even really sure if I knew what I was talking about or if I was even doing it right. I know I keep saying this, but God is so cool. He is just so, so cool in the ways that he will show you exactly what you need in order to move forward in obedience to what he's asked you to do. Let me explain. So I just told you, I wasn't sure I truly understood what it meant to be led by the Spirit. Not that I didn't know, because I was doing what I felt like the Lord was asking me to do, so I have been allowing the Spirit to lead me. But I didn't know how to teach you, so I was kind of just winging it. But then, one day, it was just one of those days where I finally just threw my hands in the air and I said, I give up. Nothing is going right. Lord, please, please, please give me peace. The kids were making all types of messes. I'd cleaned up one only to find another. This day in particular, my two-year-old decided to pull all the books off of the bookshelf and my four and eight-year-old just let him do it. Didn't say a single word. I was so frustrated. I was just like, why? Why? But I had just surrendered the rest of the day to the Lord and my mindset had already been changed and I simply just started putting the books away. I had also thought to myself, well, I did want to go through these eventually and get rid of the ones that we don't read anymore. So as I was going through the books, I found a book that I have no idea where it came from. Let me tell you, I am a book person. I have so many books and a lot of them I still need to read, but I love books. I can tell you like what I was feeling at the time or what I was thinking that prompted me to buy that book. However, this specific book that I found, I could not remember where I got it. But for some reason, I felt an intense desire to read it and to finish it as quickly as I could. I'm not really sure where this feeling came from because I currently have five other books that I have started and I should really finish them before starting another book. But this book that I found that I don't know where it came from, it's called His Mighty Strength, Walk Daily in the Same Power that Raised Jesus from the Dead. I, I was like, okay, God, thank you for this. This is exactly what I have been wondering about. So let me tell you, this book, this book was exactly what I needed. Within the first chapter or so, the book revealed something that I did not realize, and it has totally changed the way I think about the Holy Spirit. Okay, so maybe you knew this, but I didn't. So I feel like I have to share this with you. Did you know that Jesus was fully human while he was on earth? I mean, I knew that he was human. But I also just assumed that he was still God, which he absolutely was, but he gave up his godly powers when he came to earth. He didn't know the plan all along, like I just always assumed. He didn't heal all those people and perform all those miracles because of his godly powers. Again, like I had just assumed, he had to go through the same process you and I have to go through. 
he had to learn who God the Father is and learn how to fully surrender and be totally led by the Spirit. Does this blow your mind? It really blows mine, like blows my mind. Philippians chapter 2, verse 7 and 8 tell us, He made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. This was God coming to earth fully as a human. He made himself nothing. This means he didn't have his unlimited presence, his unlimited knowledge, and his unlimited power. Luke chapter 2 verse 52 tells us, Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and all the people. Jesus had to seek God's wisdom and favor just like we have to. He had to be totally reliant on the Holy Spirit. All of his knowledge and wisdom didn't come simply from him being God, but from being absolutely and totally led by the Holy Spirit. All of those miracles he performed are because the Holy Spirit did it. Jesus surrendered his life completely to the Spirit and to the Father in heaven. We are given that same Spirit. This means that we have the ability and power to live exactly like Jesus did. I talked about this more in depth in last week's I Am Empowered episode. If you didn't listen to it, I really encourage you to take a listen. In Romans chapter 8, verse 1 and 2, it tells us, There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. This means we are no longer under the law. Jesus fulfilled the law, and now we are under the law of grace. The law of the Spirit of life. The coolest part about this is it means we are absolutely untouchable as Christians. I have said this before, that the enemy rules this world, but that does not mean he rules us. We give the enemy power over us by giving into shame and living for this world. But under grace, we have no shame in Jesus. Again, this doesn't mean that we get to live however the heck we want, because the Spirit will change our hearts when we are truly led by the Spirit. Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 and 14 tells us that Jesus said, Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction, and those who enter by it are many. For the gate is narrow, and the way is hard that leads to life and those who find it are few. I used to think that this meant the narrow path is hard because of the way we're called to live. We're called to live like Jesus. I thought it was hard to live like this because of the law, doing what is right versus wrong. But I think I was missing the point. If you read further in Matthew chapter 7, verse 21 and 23, Jesus says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, 
but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name, drive out demons in your name, and do many miracles in your name? Then I will announce to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you lawbreakers. I used to think this verse meant that if you break the law, you aren't getting into heaven. Which, if you read that verse from the lens of the law, then that's exactly what it means. But if you read that from the lens of being under the law of grace, then it means that the narrow path is grace and love. The lawbreakers are not those who are following the rules, but those who are not giving love and grace. Romans chapter 3 verse 20 tells us, For by works of the law, no human being will be justified in his sight. There is nothing that we can do to gain God's love for us. There is no amount of good works that we can do that will gain us the love of God. That's why he gave us grace. And it's always been there, not just since Jesus came and died for us. But because Jesus fulfilled the law, we are now under the law of grace. But we have a really hard time wrapping our heads around this because we're human and we've been conditioned to focus on what's right versus wrong. So this causes conflict between humans and even believers. This is what the enemy wants. He wants to keep you from knowing the truth about what God's word says. He wants you thinking it's all about rules that you'll never live up to. So you think it's hard to live the way Jesus did. But remember, he was fully human. The enemy knows scripture too. And that's why it's so important to read the Bible for yourself and ask that the Holy Spirit reveals to you what what truth you need to hear. For me, I was so worried about living like Jesus so I didn't go to hell. I mean, hello, eternity is a long time. I certainly don't want to live eternity in the absence of God. I don't want to live one day without God. So of course, I wanted to know how I was supposed to live so I wasn't apart from him. I wanted to do anything I could to stay on that narrow path, but it literally seemed impossible not to break the law that is laid out in the Bible. But that's what the enemy does. He keeps you thinking that you need to do something different or better in order to make it to heaven. But that's completely missing the point. I know I've talked about this before, but you know how no matter what choice you make, the enemy tries to make you feel shame about it. For example, when I quit my job and decided to stay home and do the things that God was asking me to do, I almost immediately started feeling bad that I quit and gave up over half of our income to do something I truly wanted in my heart. When things got hard, I kept thinking I needed to go back to work. But once I realized that wouldn't solve anything, then I felt bad for going against God and not trusting that he will always provide when we trust in him. So not only was the enemy trying to get me to go back to a place where God had already brought me out of, 
once I realized I was doing God's work, the enemy was trying to make me feel shameful for not trusting God in the first place. Or what about my example last week in episode number 48, when you're tired and you lose your cool on your kids and how it's a vicious cycle of shame and guilt after you've made a mistake and then feeling bad about it. I'm sure you have examples like this as well. My point is, no matter what choice you make, the enemy is going to try to make you feel like you made the wrong one. But you are filled with the spirit. Technically, you are totally untouchable. And the enemy knows this. When you live a life with Jesus, you've won. The enemy cannot touch you. So the enemy has absolutely no authority over you. Okay, and here's some tough love. Are you ready? I don't think you are, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. And I don't think you're ready because I wasn't ready for this either. But I think it's true. You are the reason the enemy can get to you. You are not using your power that God has given you. You can turn the enemy away and tell that no good scoundrel to leave you the heck alone. My kids think it's absolutely hilarious when I go on a tangent through the house and just start yelling, Not today, Satan! Get out of my house! You are not welcome here! They laugh at me, of course, because I'm sure it is hilarious from their point of view, shouting at something that you can't see. But I also want my kiddos to learn that they have this same power. I want them to learn as soon as possible that they are also untouchable if they just believe and have faith in Jesus. It's not about following the rules. It's about faith and trusting that the promises God has said he will give us are already ours. We just have to believe them. Whew, that was a lot, wasn't it? I told you, I had to stop myself last week. But how are you feeling after all of that? Do you feel empowered? Do you feel absolutely untouchable? I really, really hope so. This is the power you have in Jesus. You just have to believe in it. So here's a confession. I've always wondered, like, why they, why do you call the gospel the good news? Well, it's finally all come together for me. I've always known it's good news, but the gospel is good news because we have power and authority in Jesus. We have the Holy Spirit within us, and we have the same power within us right now that was in Jesus that helped him perform all those miracles and ultimately raised him from the dead. Friend, it is my greatest prayer that you realize this power and freedom that you have when you do life with Jesus. God isn't this ruler who wants to make your life hard by having unrealistic expectations for you that you're supposed to live by. God wants an intimate relationship with you. He has always been a God of grace and love. We just have to read and know his word to find that truth for ourselves. Friend, I pray this episode blesses you. Could you do me a huge favor? I know that this message needs to reach as many people as possible. 
Could you please share it with a friend or leave a review on Apple Podcast? This is the number one way that more people find out about the show. And when you leave a review, I get to see how the Holy Spirit is moving in you. So please leave a review if you feel led to do so. All right, friend. Today was a doozy. But I truly hope that you felt the Holy Spirit and are empowered to keep rediscovering normal every day with Jesus. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Thank you for tuning in to the Rediscovering Normal podcast. Could you do me a huge favor? If this episode blessed you, could you give it a five-star rating or leave a review on Apple Podcasts? And if you felt the Holy Spirit moving in you during this episode, could you please share it with someone who may need the message as well? This is the number one way that others find out about the podcast. And if you want to keep in touch, join the Rediscovering Normal community on Facebook. Okay, friend, until next episode, keep rediscovering normal every day with Jesus. Jesus.